Welcome to Season 1 of The Chris Hanna Show, where we're going all in on how to improve your impact, your productivity, and performance. Today's podcast is brought to you by Evolving Management. Isn't it about time that companies and leaders rethink and evolve their approach to managing? Visit evolvingmanagement.com for featured content, blogs, manager toolkits, coaching solutions, and more. That's evolvingmanagement.com. In today's episode of The Chris Hanna Show, we're actually going to talk about something that probably frustrates me more than anything else, and that is companies and leaders that focus on the wrong things. And specifically, what I want to talk about is nickeling and diming your people. And when I talk about nickeling and diming folks, I'm, I'm talking about time, essentially. People who focus on tracking minutes, seconds even, with with people in terms of how much time they're spending on certain tasks or how much time they're spending on break or lunch or starting their day. Early this season, I talked about workplace flexibility and I talked about the importance of working when, where, and how someone could be most successful. And organizations today need to realize that for people to be successful, they need to get off their backs. And they can't nickel and dime people and they can't expect people to work crazy amounts of hours or uh, always be perfect with attendance. Now, it's important that people show up for work and, and that's critical. You can't have reliability issues. But as an employer or as companies, we can't have people just feeling like every second is just tracked and watched. It's just incredible to me to how many organizations focus on the wrong things. With employee engagement scores so low across many organizations and industries, it's, it's no wonder, it's no shock to me. When I talk about employee engagement, what I'm talking about here is unlocking discretionary effort. But a lot of leaders struggle with unlocking that effort because of this epidemic that's really plaguing many businesses with, with too many people nickeling and diming people. Too many leaders focus their attention on someone's schedule and their time. When leaders nickel and dime with their employees' time, it often leads to poor engagement, but it also leads to the same behaviors being reversed. If an employee is nickel and dimed, they will do the same thing back. By that, I mean it's not uncommon to see that someone will take those extra little couple of minutes or seconds to themselves and start to do stuff that's maybe not work-related. It could be perusing things like you know Facebook or social media or just taking longer to get back into doing a certain task or disappearing a little bit longer or coming back from break or lunch longer than they probably should. You know, As we talk about nickel and diming, it's important for me to probably define this a little bit better as we go through this. So I define the process of nickeling and diming employees as one in which an employer refuses to be flexible with scheduling and time. It's essential that everyone shows up for work on time. Look, I can't dispute that. But what happens when people stay late? There are some companies who will fail to recognize when an employee stays late, but then they get upset when someone doesn't show up right on time. It's a bit of a double standard. I think the great leaders are ones who can show flexibility and acknowledge that extra effort. Bad leaders will turn a blind eye, citing staying late maybe as an expectation if somebody does bring it up or not care when somebody might stay late. Unfortunately, it's far too often, too, that many organizations will 
take showing up one to two minutes late as some egregious sin perpetrated by employees. But when they stay late to get the job done, helping a customer or another employee, it's rarely met with the same disdain. And two people can really play the game too if you start to nickel and dime. If as a leader, you're not showing flexibility, well, the employees aren't going to show flexibility either. The less flexible the environment, the more that you're going to have a culture of clock watchers. You know, those people who eagerly wait down the clock to the little seconds to the end of their shift. You'll see those people just scream out of the the building at five o'clock as an example. For the disengaged, you'll find that those employees will steal time becoming less productive and efficient overall. Now, anyone who knows me knows that I am not a believer in the 40-hour work week. I, I truly believe that it's such an archaic thing that probably needs to be removed. Work shouldn't be evaluated or compensated, in my opinion, based on the hours that somebody puts in. It should be based on the value that they provide with the time that they have. If someone's able to get the job done sooner than later, that's a bonus. Good for them. <laughs> the smarter you work instead of the harder you work, uh, the more that that should be valued and recognized. Let's get real for a little bit here on, you know, evaluating, you know, time. And we talk about nickeling and diming people. I've managed different company employees in a variety of different industries. I've even managed a team responsible for scheduling and forecasting that's responsible down to the minute. I've, I've also managed team members in a retail operation supporting customers. So I get it. People need to show up for work on time. Most of the time they do, but the 5% of the time they don't. I've always believed that we should be as flexible as possible, not make a big deal of it unless it becomes a trend. I guarantee you that most employees spend more than 5% of their time doing work that is unpaid or unaccounted for after hours. You'll see this happen in whether it's retail environments, whether it's in hourly environments, or whether it's in salary environments that people put in more work, but it's often not accounted for. So the more that organizations can remain flexible in letting people go to an appointment or come in late or take a longer lunch if need be, or not concern themselves with how much time someone might be not available um, or seen as available, maybe whether it's in a in a team's setting, um, working virtually or whatever it is, the more people are going to appreciate that. If someone needs to come in a couple of minutes late, it doesn't negatively impact customers, well, then that should be seen as fine. There's got to be obviously give and take on both sides in terms of the employee and the employer relationship, but ultimately it comes down to having great conversations and talking through some of that stuff. Now, I get it though, that when we talk about the two worlds, and I would say salary and hourly are two different worlds, there are some different considerations to factor in here. Hourly workers, it is what it is. Time clocked in and time clocked out equals for what you're paid for. So there's obviously an incentive for people to put in as many hours as possible. Whether they're actually hours that are effective or not or make a difference is questionable. Salary is where I find a lot of companies are getting it wrong. There are many organizations who just don't seem to get this right, in my opinion, because they are treating employees like they are hourly. Some people just expect that people continue to put in their 40, and I would say 40 plus hours nowadays, staying from the beginning to the end of their shift, even when the work might be done. It's an old school thought, and it's something that I feel when we talk about evolving one's management, whether it's within their career, the team, or the business, needs to kind of disappear. We don't have to have people continue to work 40 hours a week or stay to the end of certain shifts. What if there was a world where 
you got your work done and that is when you are done. Maybe you don't need to sit around and wait and watch the clock click down to 4.59 and then to flip over to 5 o'clock. It comes down to really making sure that organizations are focused on allowing people to be productive instead of just being busy. What about a world where people aren't nickel and dimed as much and they allow salary workers to develop their own schedules, working to accomplish responsibilities how and when they choose? There must be a certain degree of accountability with salary employees that dictates that if their goals and their tasks are met, how many or how little hours work shouldn't be a big deal. I'm of the opinion that it's all balances out at the end of the day. There are going to be weeks where it's going to take longer for someone to complete all of their tasks and assignments, and there might be weeks where it's quicker for them to finish it off. Ultimately, it's up to the organization and for the leaders to determine what are the priorities and what needs to be tackled. But if someone can get all of their work done in less hours than, say, the 40-hour work week, that should be okay because we know that there are going to be times where they're going to have to work longer. They might have to put in some time on the nights uh, or weekends to get the job done. So we know it should balance out. So my final thoughts on this are that leaders don't nickel and dime salary workers. If you do that, you are going to see people do the same. You're going to get minimal effort and minimal reward. The results will be what they are. It might even take longer to accomplish a lot of tasks. The more that you can be flexible with letting people choose when, where, and how they want to work and offer them the flexibility to adjust their schedules as they see fit, you're going to unlock boatloads of discretionary effort. And that's going to help your engagement and your results leap to unparalleled levels of success. You've been listening to The Chris Hanna Show. To have me speak at your next event, or for additional solutions to help you achieve more than you thought possible, visit chrishanna.ca today. For other solutions and resources designed to help companies and leaders rethink and evolve their approach to managing, be sure to check out evolvingmanagement.com. Lastly, please remember to subscribe and share to receive the latest episodes wherever you listen to your podcast. We look forward to connecting with you again soon for another episode of The Chris Hanna Show.